you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers, and you are listening to a very special episode. This episode is being recorded live on Facebook Live and here uh, so that we can turn it into a podcast episode. Um, We have an Ask Abigail Anything episode in season one, and I want to have one in each season because something that I noticed from season one's Ask Abigail Anything till now, there has been so much growth. And so the questions, um, what I want to share with you, like we've been evolving as a company, as a team, I've been evolving as myself, as a woman and an entrepreneur. And actually one of the biggest shifts from this, uh, season two, ask Abigail, anything to the last one is I've been going through a new level from employee to CEO. And I'm really open up sharing my entrepreneurial journey and what I've gone through and, what I'm learning because I feel like I I feel like it's BS when people just like act like they've made it or once you see people and they've made it it's like oh they must have done this or that right or they maybe had some advantage to them or they're smarter than me and like that's not true and by the way I'm recording this here on the computer but for those of you who are alive I know you're seeing all this sweat going on so we're just gonna rock that but what really has shifted is the entrepreneur to CEO mentality, shifting from feeling like a starving artist to an actual business owner who makes decisions in her business and her life. And so in the year 2019, I've been working on so many different areas of growth in my finances, learning that language of money, learning to love it and admit that I love it, Um, shifting, learning Spanish, which is really exciting, looking to bring some Spanish, uh, some personal development materials to the Spanish speaking community, which is so exciting Um, on a personal level, like learning to surf, having a lot of fun there, doing all sorts of expansion on purpose and with purpose. And so um, I thought, wow, how great would it be to have an Ask Abigail Anything episode each season? And then as time goes on, there's so much reference and so much like growth available in that. So this is something that while we're doing this formally on a podcast episode, and I'm asking you guys to ask me anything to talk about this growth, I really encourage you to do take some type of inventory for yourself. Uh, something that we did with the team is we made a three-year timeline for the Hearts Unleashed company, and we have done so much in three years, it's astonishing. It's truly just amazing. And so seeing that growth, looking at different clients that we've supported, different the books that are going out, the products that are going out, the um, programs, everything. And so it's just so much fun and it's going to keep going. And so I encourage you to do in some type of inventory on your life. Where have you lived? Where have you traveled? What have you seen? What have you created? What have you done? And and begin journaling that or um, logging it some way and really see your growth over the last decade or so. And the reason I want to encourage you to do that is because within the list making that I started to make, I saw patterns and seasons that I did not recognize without writing them down. I started to see, oh, in the winter, we host a lot of live events. And then in the fall, we're launching, you know, 
online events or whatever, whatever. And so it was so cool to just witness. And it, it actually brought me to tears multiple times to, to look at, at the growth. And so I can imagine that if you do that for yourself in your life, it's totally going to display all the different growth that's been occurring for you over the years. And it will immediately disprove to your ego that you're not up to anything worthy that you're you've been stuck for years you're da 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 or it will display that you have felt stuck and that you're doing some of the same things causing some of the same results and so i think it's an incredibly powerful tool to be able to see it on paper and then make a more educated decision about your life and the quality of your life and the direction of your life. So we're going to jump right in here. I have some questions. And again, if you have any questions, feel free to simply just ask them, drop them in the comments. All right. So simple, easy, fast one, a little warm up question for you. Someone on Instagram, Taryn, she asked me, are you still juicing? <laughs> and actually, I love that she asked that because the answer is no. I am. I love juicing. I love cooking, actually. That might not be something that everybody knows about me, but cooking is one of my favorite things to do and I can actually show you because we're here is where I live right now is I only have a little kitchenette and so I'm not actually juicing because it, my area my space doesn't really um, create for it and so I do when I like if I really want to I will but mostly I've been buying my juices and then doing it that way because it's been less messy for me so less uh, accommodating space so nope I'm not actively juicing right now although if you are into juicing or you're getting you're interested in juicing holy health benefits it's just amazing you want to talk about natural energy juice and fruits and veggies my favorite combo is um i'll do straight green apple juice that is like dessert but carrot apple juice celery kale and um sometimes i'll throw in like red apples too but man that's where it's at so that's my juicing answer. Um, I had a really great question from Sonia and she asked, um, how is sharing your heart challenging moments to help you help you heal and to live your heart unleashed? And holy moly, what a great question. Um, sharing my heart challenging moments has been what has caused me to heal and caused me to live my heart unleashed. Sharing is so freeing. I feel so authentic when I'm sharing. And there's there's a few pieces to this answer. And one of the, the main ones is it came from my book when I wrote my book. And I was writing, 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 writing. It took me about five months. That was the first book I wrote. I didn't really know I was an author. I never considered myself an author. You guys, when I was in ninth grade, I thought I was going to be a gym teacher my entire life and like a basketball coach, right? And so no part of me thought I was an author. And when I became a coach and I was doing the coaching work, I made certain very pivotal discoveries. And I share it in my book, Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter. Get that on Amazon and Audible or abigailgazza.com. <laughs> um, when I was writing the book, I was writing out memories and stories that I discovered were all a part of my unlovable story. So I really related to myself as unlovable, as annoying or like just no fun to be around or like a bother. And when I actually realized that that's not what people think about me, that's what I think that people 
think about me. I had to take ownership for that because that's my projection, right? So I want you to kind of look for yourself. What is your belief about yourself or you think people believe it about you, but it's you projecting your feelings and emotions and incompletions on others. So when I saw that, it made sense of my whole life. It made sense of my whole way of being. My constant approval-seeking ways was I'm bothersome or I'm annoying or I'm a burden, therefore I have to be perfect, I have to please, I have to achieve, I have to be great in order to be loved or accepted or validated. That was an intense lifestyle, y'all. That was a lot. Like, you think I'm busy. Y'all see me and look like I'm busy. I'm having the time of my life. This is so much fun, but I'm not doing anything for someone else's approval anymore. I was probably the same kind of level of busy. I still book myself out because I like that, but I was so exhausted and drained before. And that was not fun because the the self-worth would go away with the validation or like validation only would last and feel good for you know a couple days after even looking at a trophy or certificate didn't bring the joy that it brought in feeling accomplished at in that moment right and so then the heart challenging moments like divorce right or leaving teaching, those are two really pivotal moments for me. And then also getting hurt in college basketball was a really pivotal moment too, because I lost my identity as athlete when I tore my ACL. I was like, if I'm not like a kick-ass basketball player, like what am I, you know? I rested so much of myself, my identity and my worth on basketball player, and then on wife and on teacher. And as those things went away in my life, some of my self-worth went away. I was really struggling after divorce and that broke me in a way that it it surfaced everything that I had been able to make up for with my hardworking mentality. And so when that happened, I really had to look at who am I, what's important to me, what do I care about, and who am I as a person, not as a role or an identity? Who am I as a woman? Who's my soul? What's my soul's purpose? And so sharing the heart challenging moments moments exposed me. It exposed my vulnerability and my humanity. And I very specifically remember when I was going through my accomplishment coach training program to become a coach, my colleagues were asking me like, are you getting like recovery support? Are you going to therapy, anything like that? And I was like, nah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I went into overdrive trying to cover up those feelings. And so when I finally did start going to therapy, my whole world opened up. I definitely thought like if I'm going to therapy, something's wrong with me. I can't handle it, right? It's That's weak, vulnerable, whatever. And I didn't have a positive relationship to needing help or support. As an athlete, as a student athlete, as an all-American style, like go get them A's and all the things is like, you don't need help. Do it. Figure it out. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Figure it out. Try it again till you perfect it. And then that's how you learn to be self-sufficient because of it. And you learn to be 100% self-reliant. But the pendulum swing for athletes like that or for people with that mentality, if this is resonating with you, is that you become too 
self-reliant, where you don't know how to practice any trust. You don't know how to admit when you don't know something. You, you're not willing to ask for help. And so I had to have this breakdown moment where it wasn't like a mental breakdown. I wasn't, you know, curled up in a ball or anything, but I was like, I am so sick of feeling this way. I am so tired of being tired. And like, for me, it was the roller coaster that really got me. I was like, I'm going to have a heart attack or like an aneurysm or something if I keep this roller coaster up. Like my highs were euphoric and then my lows were just the sky is falling, the world is ending, like what is life? And it was too much of an emotional roller coaster to be able to stay on and maintain sanity. So I, I knew I had to seek some type of help. So I found myself in a therapist's office sharing myself and, and feeling so good. And then that was around the same time that I came out as wanting to be a motivational speaker. And I shared that truth about myself and I was so nervous. I was like, I came out on coming out day. Um, and I know that that is kind of um, traditionally marked with like homosexuality, but it was really about coming out for what I was living in a closet about. Like I see myself as this celebrity, this famous person wanting to speak in front of thousands of people and motivate them and teach them and educate and unleash and all the things. And I thought with my story about being annoying, that was something that I hid because most people would say like, cool, you like public speaking, go, go do that. I made it such a bigger deal than, than that. I made it mean so much. And, um, being able to share my truth about that, every truth, like I'm on here all the time talking about whatever I want to talk about because I love to live unleashed and I love to display the pure joy and bliss and fun and play and excitement and true passion for life that living unleashed causes, right? And so it's been so much fun to share my heart challenging moments. It has caused me to heal. I have, and then you know what too, two side benefits it connects me with guides and mentors because when I'm speaking my truth, people are like, I, I can help you with that or, or I know someone who can help you with that and I don't have to suffer alone. And then the re uh, relatedness that it has caused. And you're here on the Hearts Unleashed podcast. You're here on this live right now. And so you get, it resonates with you when I'm speaking my truth. And I've had so many people say, thank you for sharing that. I feel the same way. I am so glad you said so. And like, and then people have come out to me like I'm struggling with divorce or a breakup or I'm finally in a new relationship and I can see myself literally sabotaging it, right? No bueno, don't do that, right? You can, you can just master yourself and learn yourself and own yourself and then enjoy yourself and your life. So um, share your own heart challenging moments. Get out there, write your story. I just invited a client to write his story out and, and begin to look at what has gotten him to where he is. And if you would write out your story, you would see everything in your life has gotten you to this moment and made you exactly the person that you are. And it has developed your internal gifts. And it's every moment in life is just sharpening your blade for what you're creating and the impact and the legacy that you're here to leave. But when we're not present to it, when we don't turn our suffering into our strength, 
then we're just suffering. And so the invitation is to start sharing those heart challenging moments. So thank you, Sonia, for that kick-ass question. Um, I cannot remember who asked me this these next, it was a dual question, but I'm gonna give this person a shout out. I'll try to do the research and find out where it came from. Um, someone asked, what is the best morning yoga pose? And I thought this was a great question for Ask Abigail Anything because my best morning yoga pose is horizontal on my bed. <laughs> I am not a morning person. I actively choose to continue to speak that story true about myself. Um, I am not a morning person. I love sleeping in till 9 and 10 and 11 a.m. It makes me so happy and it's the most comfortable. And so, um, yeah, I usually stay up all night. I do a lot of my work at night. You see me posting at night uh, and I will stay up till 2, 3, 4 in the morning. And you know, it's interesting because for so much of my life being an athlete, I was always up at four or five and 6 a.m. running, literally running and sprinting and sweating at those times of the morning. And then being a teacher, being a manager of a, a gym always caused me to have to wake up early. And then when I started selling Arbonne, um, one of the most specific goals, now I'm not an active consultant anymore, but that was my first taste and test of entrepreneurship was Arbonne. And so um, one of my goals, like my top 10 goals, like five years ago at this point, or four years ago maybe, um, was to have a life without an alarm clock or wake up when I want. And I love that goal because I've made it. And um, it took a while though, I created it and then I struggled with the guilt of having achieved that goal. So I wanna use that as a little bit of a lesson is you have goals in your life like a goal to be, you know, let's say rich, like you want to make a lot of money, but you actually fear that goal or struggle with it too. The fear of the judgment, like, oh, well, if you're actually making that much money, what are people going to say about you now or think about you now? And for me, when I made hit the goal of being able to kind of sleep in, um, my, my mind would wake up at eight and say, get up the world is up, you're being lazy. I would wake up at seven or eight or nine and it would be like, everyone else is up, the sun is out, you're wasting the day. And it didn't feel true to me, but it was certainly like that inner chatter. It was the years and decades of conditioning where like, I like you know, the um, it's glorified to do more before 6 a.m. than anybody does in their day. Like that's cool and all for who it works for. But the thing that I want, the, the like, nugget of gold in here is do what works for you. There's no wake up and do this list of rituals that's going to make you successful if you're not a morning person. Like I journal at night. I, I meditate in front of the mirror in the middle of the day. I go surfing. I nap. You know what I mean? Like those things serve me and that's what works for me. Another thing that works for me, and I hope this, please let me know if this is a great um, tip for you, is like, I kind of, I don't like to use the uh, label, is like ADHD. I am incredibly ADHD, like ping pong brain, can't keep a straight thought, can't keep a straight sentence half the time. You know me well enough. You've been listening long enough at this point. But that being said, when I, and I share this in my five ways to being productive or how to get and stay productive episode. I don't know the number of it, but what works for me 
is to work on something for 10 to 15 to 20 minutes until it loses my attention and then just work on the next thing that gains my attention and then work on the next thing that gains my attention. I don't like sitting down for two or three hours doing one thing because my brain is just too highly active for that, right? And so I really love doing what works for me. But if I were to read, you know, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People or what, uh, you know, then hundreds of other strategy books on how to be successful, I would definitely feel like a failure because those tips don't work for me. And so what's the best morning yoga pose? Whatever you love, honey, whatever works for you, wherever you feel that stretch, you need it. (laughs) And you know what? Um, It's really just mostly about being able to come to center. That's what's so important in yoga, in meditation, in journaling, is it's all a vehicle, it's all a tool to be able to tap into your own intuition and your own inner guidance system. And so you could be like me, laying horizontal on your bed. Oh no, I hope that's not going off forever. Okay, good. Um, I have to have these windows open. Otherwise I would be absolutely sweating today. So we, this is a loosey goosey episode and I'm having all sorts of fun recording it. So thank you for being here. Thanks for tuning in and watching. And if you're joining us on the recording later, please let us know um, what's sticking out for you. If you're gaining any lessons, I'm kind of sharing these lessons on the fly, but that's exactly the point of this episode. I love it. I love sharing myself a little bit more personally. I love um, the other episodes where I'm sharing like lessons for you to take away, but it is fun to come in here and just get messy with you as well. So And then the person who asked about the yoga pose also asked, what is the most underrated Dave Matthews band song? So (laughs) for those of you who really know me, you know me, know that I've seen Dave Matthews probably, I think 14 or 15 times in my life at this point, half of them with my best friend, Rachel, shout out to Rachel Wyvoda, love you girl. Um, And I love Dave Matthews band. And I would have to say that the most underrated DMB song, well, I'm actually going to go with uh, Big Whiskey and the Grugux Clan. <laughs> um, every song on that CD is underrated. I felt like it just wasn't played enough. And I really hear people that Dave Matthews Band is very much love or hate, but I absolutely love them. One of the number one fans. So go listen to Big Whiskey and the Grugux Clan. Grugux, I can't say it straight, so I'm going to just leave it as a, a jumble of words, but you and me on there. Oh, and then one other one from another uh, album is Some Devil. I love that album. I love that song. So go tune into some Dave Matthews. Make this a Dave Matthews day. All right. Um, This next question I really loved. And someone, Kurt, a listener, Kurt asked, what keeps you going when you feel like everything is stacked against you, when all the odds are stacked against you? And I think that this is a great question. I was really pumped to answer it for you guys because I do know and recognize what it feels like to live in the mental mindset that everything is stacked against you. However, and in fact, just like before this or when I couldn't find my um, questions because I made a list and then I couldn't find the questions and I started the live and I was sitting here like, um... I don't have the questions for this actual episode for you. I wrote them down and I lost them, right? 
So I have conversations with my inner guide or my higher self because I, I literally talk to, oh, thank you so much, Jill. So staying productive is in episode 82 and it's a kick-ass episode. Thank you so much, Jill. Way to be there. <laughs> um, and so going when everything is stacked against me, I have conversations with my inner guide and my higher self and I'll be like, why are you making this so hard right now? Like, why does it have to be hard? I'm going to keep showing up for my business and for my life. Why are you adding these extra stupid challenges? Like I get mad at my inner being sometimes <laughs> and because I feel like I'm being initiated, like tested. But here's the thing, you guys, here's what I want to pose to you because I have actively shifted this when I was even probably about a year ago is when I caught it and I'm going to share this pattern that we all have. And I want you to look for yourself. I was a firm believer in Murphy's law and Murphy's law says what can go wrong will go wrong is not a cool belief system to have. You live into your belief systems. All right. So if I firmly believe what can go wrong will go wrong, I'm going to find the evidence for that in my life. And the grit, my, <clears throat> oh, I hate this example. When your purse handle gets stuck on a door handle and it can't just like get caught, every content of your purse must fall out and then like open, like your makeup compact opens and breaks everywhere too. Right, Joe? Oh, yes. See, it's like, that's the shit in my life where I'm like, what can go wrong will go wrong. And I used to say it when things would go wrong or like you're carrying about all the groceries. Cause I'm all about that one trip life. Right. And so you carry all the groceries and one bag falls and it's like a freaking avalanche. All the rest of them go. And I just say, what can go wrong will go wrong or malfunction after malfunction. Right. Well, what I realized was I was speaking that true. I was announcing it like clockwork. And so I had to stop that. And so I started literally saying what can go right will go right. And I found way more of that in my life. I kept proving myself right. What can go right will go right. What can go right will go right. And then I used, I would see things going right and I would, I would call those out instead. And so I shifted my focus, which then further shifted my perspective. It laid it like it really put it down into concrete as opposed to just like talking about it and blowing smoke and putting it out into the air and the cosmos is like, it really started to show up and represent itself. And so now I have gotten so incredibly good at positive affirming and shifting. So when I'm in my shit and I'm shifting towards that Murphy's law, like, Oh, things are going bad or things are going bad. I'll go, Oh, nope not today, not today. That's not going to happen. I am not going to shift my crap. Like my attitude is not going to get crappy here. And, um, when I was younger, like really like toddler, my family used to call me crabby Abby when I wouldn't get my way. And I actually use that as an identity. Now I say, Oh shit, crabby Abby's on the scene. She's about to get attitude. -y. And so, um, I purposely will shift that. And it's, it's been a lot of fun to practice because here's the thing. If you are existing in a, in a negative mental mindset, and I know mental mindset is like a double, 
double something. It's like <laughs> extra, extraordinary or whatever. Um, so when I would get caught up in a negative mindset, a problem mindset, that's kind of really what I want to say. If you are present to the problem, you're going to stay present to the problem. But if you see it, announce it, stop and shift it, you can redirect it, which is my episode, Nasser, how to shift your attitude immediately with Nasser. And so that's such a great episode to head over and listen to as well, because if you're practicing shifting from a, from a victim mindset, like a problem, wah, 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 to empowered, then you're going to want to know how to catch yourself. So I stopped existing in the attitude that things were stacked against me. And now I speak that everything's working out for me. Everything is in my favor. It gets better every day. I learn more every day. I'm getting better and better at this. This is so much fun. Everybody loves what I do. I love what I do. This is so much fun. It helps so many people. I'm making such a difference. I'm getting paid to be me. I'm doing what I love. I could do this till I'm 80. It's so much fun. You see how it can just steamroll into positive affirmations. If you're shifting in relationship, I love this example. You know, we think all men are assholes or all women or da, 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 or whatever we think, right? And then you can shift that. But if you believe that, you will find that. And then you'll start to date people who affirm your belief system, right? So you have to shift the belief system before you shift any of the actions, right? So thinking that anything's stacked against you, you're going to find things that are stacked against you. So beginning to, how do I keep going? Is I start shifting my attitude, is I start talking about everything working in my favor and how many things I'm doing that I love and I work with who I love and I really enjoy writing down that sentence, I am so happy and grateful now that blank. And you can journal that. And when I was living in Arizona, like, in the 120 degree heat, really wanting to be back on the West Coast, the Southern California coast, which I am now, I literally was writing every day. I am so happy and grateful now that I live in California, in Southern California. And it wasn't, you know, true, but I was speaking it true. I'm so happy and grateful that I work when I want, where I want, with who I want, for how much I want. Like, I write that constantly. So my invitation for those of you interested in how to keep going when things are stacked against you, one, is give up that there's anything stacked against you, and two, begin to start talking about what's working for you, and begin your gratitude list about how happy and grateful you are now that everything works out in your favor, now that you're doing everything that you love, and you have everything that you've ever hoped for, and that everything has worked out, and you get to live in grace and ease and flow, and I love speaking this, I love like just letting it flow out, and I know I'm talking fast because this is something that I love talking fast about, because it's just, it gets me so amped up to think about you know, us living in a, in a state of flow. And I have been working that on that in 2019. That's my only focus. In fact, what's really cool about that is flow has shifted into the word patience. And it's been beautiful because the feminine flow has been there. The patience is developing. I've been seeing how important it is in my life. And so when you shift out of the problem mindset and into the solution mindset, you're going to start to see new things that you could never predict are waiting for you because there's so many new things that you can't see on the other side of your problem uh, headspace or your broken heart space. Like 
I actually have a post coming out about you don't have a broken heart. Like hearts don't break, they beat, right? And so that being said, it's your mind that tells you you have a broken heart. You can shift that immediately. Your, your physical heart, that thing is in your chest that's pumping blood, it's not broken, right? And if even if you have a hole, born with you a hole in your heart or the valve is working, you can get surgery and get that fixed. You're not, you don't have a broken heart. And I want to empower people. I know I trailed off on this, but you don't have a broken heart. You have a mindset that's telling you you have a broken heart and then you're living into it like we were just talking about and you're creating it as true and then you're finding evidence for that all over your life. Stop that, boo. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your greatness because like when you're present to your problems, there's no way that you could even be present to your possibility or your purpose. And that's what Hearts Unleashed is all about. Like, There's restorative coaching to get you out of your shit, out of your broken heartedness, your broken mindedness. And then once you're in your power, then comes transformation and self mastery. Like there's like three more stages beyond just like repair. And so I love you, but it's not just about overcoming your past. Your future is waiting for you. People in this world are waiting for you to live your heart unleashed. And so, oof. Man, that might be a whole nother episode. I'm, I'm telling you what. And um, I actually have recorded, I pre-recorded another episode called Breakup 101 because while I was collecting Ask Abigail Anything questions, I was getting some very specific relationship questions. Some people were asking me about my relationship and, and my divorce and then just questions in general. So I, I'm going to be um, unleashing that episode here. That's going to be Episode 101 is called Breakup 101. And you guys, I'm so thrilled. I want to pause answering questions for a moment to talk about the fact that we are turning over on episode 100. I am so excited. We've been a year since July. July was the year anniversary of the Hearts Unleashed podcast. And now we're hitting episode 100. And I'm telling you, I would, I used to fantasize about this day and this week coming up and thinking like, what am I going to be like? What's, where will the podcast be at that time? We are, we've surpassed 7,000 downloads. We're averaging a thousand downloads a month and we're in 52 countries. This is so exciting. So I want to personally take this moment to just celebrate you celebrate with you and thank you for being here on this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your shares, your reviews. If you haven't shared and reviewed, please go do that. You can review on iTunes. You can review it on the um, Hearts Unleashed fan page, which is where we're actually recording this this live right now. You can give us your five-star review and let us know how we've unleashed your heart and what a difference it's made because we have hundreds, well, literally a hundred <laughs> episodes of interviews of brilliant people, all those 15 minute fill-ups. I'm, I couldn't be more proud and I love it. And this is my favorite project that I've been up to and, um, have really been the most consistent with. So love it. Love that you're here and love that we are here. And the last question that I have is, I thought it was pretty cool. What can I get from the Hearts Unleashed franchise for $50? I thought this was a brilliant question by my friend Patrick. He's a loyal listener, and I think it's amazing because it's actually something that's in development right now. The answer for the Ask Abigail Anything episode is a little bit about the evolution of 
my products and services, which I just started out as a coach. And I was taught in our program, you know, a good rate for a beginning coach is $550 a month. And that's what I was doing. And I, I actually compromised that a lot. I was giving away a lot of free coaching. I would, um, discount the rate. I, and I would ever, whatever, whatever, because I was so uncomfortable. My relationship with money, like I said, I started in 2017 and coaching and I just, really had some incredible money mindset breakthroughs here in 2019 because at this point I've like worked on every area of my life and I've always tried to crack the code on money and I couldn't figure it out I couldn't find my blocks and one tip I want to give to you guys is that whatever you think your problem is in life it's not your actual problem it is a byproduct of your problem. It's a byproduct of what you've got going on inside of you. Your incompletions, your disempowering and limiting beliefs, your self-sabotaging ways. So like my financial status was a direct reflection of my self-worth, of my relationship to myself, of the way I was raised talking about money or, or not talking about money, right? And so um, as I've grown, I've also grown in what I offer with Hearts Unleashed. And so we have three programs and it will be four. The fourth one is in development. And oh my God, I'm so excited because this is very reflective of my growth and my clients' growth. This is where the programs have developed, right? Is in all of the years of practice and observation and supporting people transforming. And so the first stages of um, transformation is self discovery, right? And then there is self-development. And then there is self-mastery. And what's coming up next is transcendence. That's the, that's, I, which I, I'm not even going to begin to talk about it right now because I will get, I'll just, this will be 20 more minutes. But, but know that the next stage is coming and I am beyond excited for it. And so with that being said, what I've now seen is I've offered different things at different price points. So my self-discovery program right now is at $5,000. The self-development program is now at $3,000, I believe. And then the self-mastery program is at $10,000. And I've also even created a way to have it as a group program for $4,000, right? So those are some pretty big numbers for most people, especially if you don't know, like you're just entering the transformation game. I can understand why that would feel so big. However, um, Bob Conlon said it like the best, and I, I've been saying it since I heard him say it, is if everybody knew what was available on the other side of this work, you would realize how reasonable those prices are because you get your life out of it. I know that my $5,000 program will make somebody $25,000 in their career right? Because they're, now you know your worth and you're growing and you're doing this and you're doing that. And then something that I offer, I, I wanted to be able to offer a very entry level something, right? And so originally that was my clarity call, which now has, it's raised up to $200. It used to be 50 and then it was a hundred. And, and that's another thing for people working on their self-worth is it's okay to grow. I had a really hard time growing and I am not 
afraid to admit that. You guys, I'm an open book. That's why I have these Ask Abigail Anything episodes because I am not afraid to tell you anything about my life. There are no skeletons in my closet that are going to like, oh no, what if they find this out about me? Like, no. So I am more than happy to share my growth specifically with being able to charge higher rates. And I actually talk a lot in depth about that on episode 97 Um, make that money, honey. So if you want to talk more about money, head over to that episode as well. So the clarity call is $200. And then the next couple things that I'm going to be making. So it was funny because Patrick asked, what can I get for $50? And I actually am producing a product for $27, a product for $33. And I got all inspired. I'm like, maybe there's a $49 product somewhere in there. So Patrick, I will let you know, keep a lookout. All of you guys keep a lookout. Those sorts of products that I want to offer at a lower rate, which by the way, you can get my book for $15. And so there's that option as well. Um, But I want to offer a few uh, like lower price tags. And so that you guys can kind of dip your toe in transformation. The um, $27 product that's coming out is all about shifting your relationship to something. And so it's a powerful product. It's going to be a guide, a um, PDF with like specific questions for you to answer, but it's also going to come with a video from me with me where I actually walk you through each of those questions and explain them a little bit more in depth so you can do the exercise on your own. It's a straight up, it's a very in-depth coaching um, exercise that I only do with my clients. However, I want to begin to make the coaching work available to people who haven't tried it yet, who really want to try it, who would love some breakthroughs, but are still stuck in the money mindset of I can't afford it. Now, one thing that I want you to start asking yourself in the realm of money is if you had the money, would you do it? And a lot of people will go, oh, hell yeah, but I don't, right? And so you have to know, the, the, you have to stick with the first answer. If you had the money, would you do it? Yes, okay, then create the money. We wait for money. If you, it's, it's like waiting for time. And I just shared that on my Instagram story. It's like, if there is no someday, that was episode number nine, I believe. So episode number nine, there is no someday. That's a great episode for those of you who are sitting on the fence about starting uh, coaching work or starting transformation. And so I just, I think it's a great episode to really look at. There's no someday. You have to create your life or you are always creating your life. However, if you're not present to it, you're just sitting as a victim of it, then you're stuck in that feeling like everything's stacked against you. Murphy's Law, what can go wrong will go wrong. And you just keep spiraling downward, running in your subconscious quicksand, wondering why you can't get out of it, right? And so I'm just encouraging you to give it all up, let it all go and just get off the fence about it and begin to start this transformation train. (laughs) And so I want to talk for just a quick minute about how you can start this transformation train. I didn't necessarily intend to explain every offer that I have with Hearts Unleashed, but I just did a minute ago. And so there's all these different options for you. And what I'm launching this month is the Unleashed Masterclass that is unleashing on September 20th. And for those of you who are interested in doing this, it's a program that is meant for people in the self 
mastery stage. And the self-mastery stage means you've already been doing self-development. You're already aware of what you want and who you are and where you want to go, but you're now bumping up against new ceilings of success. You can't, you can't really turn it over. You can't really, you know, the, the, the ignition, you've got a key in there and it's just not turning over and you're ready for the abundance, like the prosperity, the flow to be going. And so self-mastery is the work to be done there. And so in the Unleashed program, the part that I'm focusing on self-mastery is my eight pillars of empowerment. This is my methodology. And I actually have eight episodes on the Hearts Unleashed podcast explaining each pillar because there's a shadow side and a light side. And there is a shadow side of you and a light side of you. And I've been talking all about shadow work for the last couple weeks here on the Hearts Unleashed podcast because I want to educate people and give people the emotional intelligence to begin taking charge of their life. And so when you can look at the shadow and the light side and accept it all, you become so unstoppable. You are living an empowered life in that sense. And so I want to encourage you to head over to abigailgazda.com, do some of the research. I did not realize how many reference points I was going to make today, but we have a lot of different episodes on the Hearts Unleashed podcast that will serve your transformation. And guess what? This one is free. But here's the thing. What I like to say in any episode is, is if this information is resonating with you, please reach out please book a 20-minute complimentary call with me. I love the complimentary calls because I'm more than happy to point you in the proper direction. I'll always tell you if I have a program that serves you at this time, or you may be better served by therapy in that moment, or you may be better served by a consultant, right? I don't actively talk about being a business coach because that's not my jam, right? So you may want a business coach, or you may actually want a... um, a consultant, like a financial consultant or something of that nature. And so the 20 minute discovery call will help me help you. And you can talk about what you are really dealing with and what you really care about in life. So I would love to encourage you. You can head over, you can message me on, on, uh, Facebook or Instagram or, but you can also go to the contact page and select cause there's a couple different options about what you're interested in talking about. But You guys, I am so happy to be here. I'm so proud to be doing this podcast, especially, like I said, we're hitting episode 100. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. It's so much fun. Please let me know um, how these questions helped you out. Let me know. um, A fun game that I've been playing is if you're listening in, please screenshot and share it on your social media and tag me. I'd love to give you a shout out and thank you for being a loyal listener. I love to know who our listeners are. I see the statistics going up on the host platform. So I see when an episode has a hundred and 150 views or listens or whatever. And I also see all of our downloads going up, but really what is so important is knowing that you personally are the listener. I'd love to thank you from the bottom of my heart. So uh, let us know you're listening. Go ahead and review and share and all the love. Thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast. You guys, we are shifting from dreaming to doing, and I am doing that every day so that I can do it with and for you. I love you. The Hearts Unleashed podcast is proudly supported by I'm Hearing Stories, an audiobook publisher and producer. 
Audiobooks are a fun, entertaining, and leading-edge way to break into new markets and spread your story like wildfire. If you're an author, coach, speaker, or entrepreneur, it can exponentially enhance your credibility in your field and make you quickly relatable. Okay, so good news. I'm Hearing Stories has helped authors like our Hearts Unleashed creator, Abigail Gazda, turn that dream into a reality. And they can help you too. With I'm Hearing Stories, you get expert guidance to walk you through the murky waters of this process. So here's your inspired action. Click the link below or go to imhearingstories.com and turn your dream of having an audiobook into a reality. 